Good morning and welcome to the Staff Lounge. It's me here alone today. Uh, JC is recovering from her surgery and I just wanted to take a little bit of time and talk to you guys. Um, remember we started this as a collaborative thing. Um, my hope is to reach out to people who are involved in education, whether you're a parent with kids in school, whether you are a future teacher or a student teacher or a substitute teacher, whether you're a teacher at the beginning of their career or dying at the end of your career, as some of us were. Um, but I want to just welcome you guys again. Um, this really is my dream to be able to talk education. I love it. Love it with all my heart. Um, some say I'm passionate about education. I like to feel like it's more than that. Education keeps us connected. Education connects people that otherwise wouldn't be connected. And so for me, this is a way of reaching out to the community. Um, one of the things, this is, this is my 26th year of teaching. I was 25 years in the public school and am now in the private sector. Um, at some point, we're just going to have to dive into those differences because there are a lot of them um, on so many different levels. I am hoping that um, our podcast can bring you closer to some of the questions that you may have, but you don't know you have. Um, I had a conversation with a mom during conferences last week, and it was like, how, how do you even begin to ask a question as a student? If you don't know enough about the subject to even know if your question is a viable question related to it. And, and many times I find having a conversation with um, someone new to education or someone who maybe feels like they are in the trenches of education. Um, you know, sometimes somebody needs to put a ladder in there and pull you out and help you and um, strengthen your confidence in making some changes for yourself. And that's really where I'm going this week. I um, pulled out an old book that really isn't that old, but we haven't talked about it. Um, it's Tech Like a Pirate. Uh, it says, using classroom technology to create an experience and make learning memorable. And I'd honestly like to just take a, a few minutes and talk about the author. So the author of this is Matt Miller, and I really have loved uh, digging into his books. I brought up, you know, feeling like you're in a trench, but he has a book called Ditch That Textbook. And he's got another one that says, is called Don't Ditch That Tech. Um, there's one doing more, do more with Google Classroom, teach better, save time, make a difference. And um, then he's got this tech like a pirate um, he did a collaborative piece with Alice Keeler, who I love to read as well, um, Ditch That Homework, and it's 
practical strategies to help make homework obsolete. Um, we did a homework piece, JC and I, a couple of weeks ago, and it would be cool for you guys to read Ditch That Homework and compare it to how we feel about homework. Um, but I really would just like to highlight Matt. Um, he sp- spent decades uh, teaching technology-infused lessons in public schools. Um, you have to recognize that public schools have a variety of levels of technology. Um, but he kind of embraces my feeling of just let it go. Um, revolutionize your classroom. You don't have to be thinking always in the same left, right, left, right steps. Sometimes we need to jig to the left and jig to the right. Step out of the line a little bit. Um, But we talk to our kids and our families about having a mindset, a positive mindset. And sometimes teachers need to kind of revolutionize their mindset. Not even just in the way they're teaching, but maybe in the way that they utilize the space in their classrooms Uh, utilize their curriculum. And I love his books. You can get them for $9.97, Kindle editions. Um, JC and I ordered Tech Like a Pirate online and they were delivered maybe two summers ago. And then we just got so COVID inundated that we didn't get back to it. But um, I just would like to talk to you for a second about some of the cool things you know, he does a couple of, has a couple of these books about being a pirate and, and he makes it more like taking an adventure, going on the high sea and what are we going to find? Um, on the back of his book, here's the first paragraph. It says, teach our tech like a pirate helps provide the tools, ideas, and inspiration for educators to use technology as a treasure map to amazing learning. With a customizable set of principles for ensuring that technology is an asset and not a barrier, Matt Miller's guidance will help all teachers, from the tech savvy to the tech terrified, create impactful, uh, transformative um learning using low or no cost equipment. Depending on where you're at, it's critical for you to be able to recognize what you can and can't do, what you have access to, and what you don't. Um, But I really like that he isn't one to just say, this is how you need to do it. This is what you need to do. But he says, hey, look, you could go this direction, you could go that direction, you can interweave these directions. Here are some strategies, and then let the kids figure it out. Um, the big thing right now is, you know, we, we've got COVID-taught kids. My fourth graders, the last time they had, you know, traditional school, they were first graders. They have not had... Um, you know, old school stuff like we remember and teachers prepped for years ago. So we have to remember that we don't have traditional instruction. We have tech-infused instruction now. We have this awesome blended ability to utilize new COVID maybe needed um, information and websites and we have these old school 
teachers who've tried to blend what they needed the kids to get that they were comfortable with into the technology. Um, I really, I'm a Google Classroom person and um, I love his Do More with Google Classroom because it's how it helped him teach better. How did it make him more efficient? How did he utilize, you know, Google Classroom's features to work for his students. Google Classroom is a Google product and therefore YouTube tutorials are, you know, can be infused. Um, supporting guides and different things. There's all kinds of things you can do if you don't understand how to use Google Classroom. Google it, right? Google it. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> did you Google about it yet? And it automatically links you to exactly what you need. Lots of people are using Google Classroom. I'm going to tell you that I'm really fighting for Google Classroom at our public or our private school because Google Classroom is something that can morph from year to year. Google um, Documents, Google Drive, Google Stuff works, it can save, it can be modified, it can be shared efficiently. Um, let's face it, I don't think Google's going anywhere. I sure hope it's not anyways. Um, but we have the ability to use more and share more information. As a teacher, I can make a template. I can share it with my students. I can make um, assignments, simple assignments, more complex assignments. They can use my template and share it with the class, share it with me. Uh, Google Docs, Google Slides, Google Drawings all work with Google Classroom. Many, um, there is a Google Meets. I know my son last year in the Clark County School District used Google Meets as their Zoom, Skype conferencing platform. And um, he could see through the Google platform, whether kids even in another place were actually on the correct website. Um, he could see and um, have kids share assignments with him. Um, it's, it's important for us to recognize that there are things already out there, even when we're you know struggling. There's people and other tools that we can use and um, if you haven't looked up already, Matt Miller, you want to do it. Um, let's just get back to where I was going with this tech like a pirate. Um, the cool thing about the book, and I'm not going to read the, the pages and, you know, read it to you necessarily right now, but the, the book itself is all about using technology to create an experience to make learning more memorable. And we all have the ability right now to be online, whether it's a one-to-one -one in the classroom or some buildings have one-to-one -one tech uh, with the students at home. But um, I love, he talks, he talks about experiences are not apps. So just clicking on an app and sitting there and playing a game or researching something is not what he's referring to. He said, 
there's a, a chapter on the video killed the chalk. And it's true, right? Video killed the chalkboard star. Videos, YouTube, TikToks, um, all of these show me how to do something websites really killed the teacher standing in front of the whiteboard or the chalkboard um, trying to teach you. So kids are learning more on their own independently through these online tools and it's important for us to stay current. It doesn't mean we have to do everything online because we know that's that's not always the best. We have to make connections. But he does have um, uh, more brain-friendly things like uh, Instagram worth learning. And uh, it's important for us to think about different ways to capture our audiences. Primary grades, you're learning to use the mouse. You're learning to use the trackpad. You're learning to use the touchscreen. Once you get into those intermediate grades, you've got kids who shoot, they're more comfortable using the programs and the tools than many adults. Um, I, I recognize that we have lots of learning that needs to happen um, as we get older. And I, I truly feel like when COVID hit and all of a sudden, oh no, all your instruction is going to be done online. I felt like I was a teacher that aged about 20 years into my, I am a make a connection with the kid, walk by, pat him on the back, uh, lean in. How are you doing? Is there something I can help you with? Are you doing okay today? I noticed that you're seeming more quiet. I, you have a very difficult time. I had a very difficult time making those kinds of connections, SEL types of connections with kids online. Um, my kids test scores now, let's not talk about that, that it was not a bad thing. My kids learned, but, um, I felt like I was on one side of the bridge and the bridge had collapsed uh, into the canyon and my my students and the young teachers were on the other side. I didn't feel like I could make, close that spam. Um, it's important for us to recognize that I'm not the kind of teacher who does the same thing year after year. And if you had me as a student and now your child has me as a student, well, you're probably going to do this kind of poem because she does it every year. That's not me. I can't do that. I need to update. I want to innovate. I feel like these books that Matt wrote were speaking straight to me. Um, he talks about slaying roadblocks and um, doubt. And there's the chapter really talks to me about how, you know, ugh, I'm worried about how, how am I going to manage my students? How am I going to make sure that they're all staying on the cr correct website? Well, I mean, you know, there's some old school things too that still work. Um, we used to set up when, when our building first got a, a computer lab, all of the students faced the same way. Why was that? Was it because the tables couldn't turn? No, it was because the teacher could stand in the back and see all of the monitors. I walk into some classrooms as a tech person in the last 
seven to 10 years and you see the laptops sitting in the kids' laps at their desks or sitting with them on the floor with their backs against the the cupboards or the bookshelves or the boards. And I wonder what they're doing. Um, I wonder if the person supervising them knows that they're actually doing what they're supposed to be doing. It's not me coming from a negative space. It's not me coming from, um, you know, a troubled space. It's me coming from a, I'm responsible for your learning and I have to make sure you're staying safe on online. And even with school district protocols and technology and such, it really is, you know, if you, if you can get online to go to Google or Chrome, then you're going to have the ability to get into something not appropriate. And our tech people can't block websites. They can block some titles and content, but they can't block the internet or you're looking at an iPad, right? You're looking at an old school iPod that whatever you put on the device is what you're going to be using. So my thing is we have to sometimes remember that structures that we put in place back in the dinosaur days when we had those uh, body blue eye, those original computers with the egg bodies, right? Um, Those days when we had everything faced in the same direction, we need to keep those kinds of original securities from time to time. Yes, we can sit kids shoulder to shoulder or around around a, a round table, have conversations, share a document. They can be editing the same thing, but we have to remember as instructors, it's important for us to trust with some freedom, recognizing that ultimately it's our responsibility to make sure that we're keeping our our little people safe. Um, The other thing that I love about this book, um, chapter eight, uh, I think it starts on page 98. He talks about being able to learn with people from all over the world. And it's completely true. Um, By learning in and online, you can make connections with other schools. You can make connections with other people. You can make connections that help and support the learning of others and yourself. It, you can, it's like having a group project and your group could be 25,000 miles away. So we need to think uh, not just outside of a chapter book, but outside of the box, not just the computer box, but, you know, also maybe our classroom or our building or our city. Um, I challenge you to get these books. If you want to borrow my book and you know me, you know, I love to share my books. I am not a Kindle person. I am a turn the page kind of girl. So I have a book. Uh, yes, it does have sticky notes sticking out of all different pieces and parts because this book is just worth sticking. And those of you who know me know how much I love my sticky notes. So if there's a book that you see with sticky notes sticking out of it, it's got to be a good book. I know it's really monotone with just one person, isn't it? So I'm going to let you guys go. This is a short one, but I want you to tech like a pirate, teach like a pirate, take some chances, go on an adventure. Instead of reading in your room, take the kids to the empty, 
uh, lunchroom, have them sit around the perimeter. Take them to the empty gym, have them sit around the perimeter. Have them sit uh, every third locker in the hallway and read for 25 minutes. Test them. Yes, that is not tech related, but it's the beginning steps of your tech adventure and your adventure as a pirate. We'll talk to you soon. Love you guys. Thanks. For